What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 84 of Cookies and Beer. Holy shit. What's up, everybody? Happy uh, week 33 of the old... Coronavirus! And we're on Fridays now. I'm going to release this on Friday, see how it feels. If it feels right, then I'll keep it tight. Or whatever the saying is. Uh, Congrats to Kanye on winning the presidency, by the way. Oh, how's everyone feeling? Huh? It's Thursday night, late. Still have no idea who won. To be honest, kind of over it. I'm just tired of looking at a map. I didn't realize how terrible I was at geography. Until the election map came out. And I was just, wow, didn't know that North and South Dakota were were there. I thought they were way east. So, public school at its finest. Everyone's like, this is the most important election in modern history. Like, dude, every year or every four years they fucking say that. They said the same thing in 2016. They said the same thing in 2012. Yeah, 2016 minus four. Okay. I feel like they probably said it back in the 70s. They're all like, yeah, see, this is the most important election. That was like the well, like the 30s or the 40s. But I'm sure some people talked like that in the 70s. If they weren't mainlining LSD and listening to Jimi Hendrix live. Oh, man. What was that like? If anyone that is listening to this that has seen either Stevie Ray Vaughan or Jimi Hendrix live... Right in, please. I'll dedicate the entire episode to your story. I'll fucking have you on. I don't even care if I don't even know you. Like, just straight up, we're going to talk about nothing but Woodstock and Jimi Hendrix and drugs. Speaking of drugs, Oregon just said fuck it, apparently. (laughs) They were like, you guys are all worried about these two dickheads. We're just going to slide some shit, pull the rug out from under you. Apparently they decriminalized every drug. In Oregon, see, people can just go find heroin, and as long as they don't get caught buying it or selling it, and you get caught with it, they're like, well, you were speeding, so we're, uh, oh, you have a brick of fucking heroin in your veins? You're like, oh, a brick of heroin? You'd for sure die. I see. <laughs> a brick of heroin could probably kill about fucking 300 people, to be honest with you. But they can, apparently, they you know, they can't pop you for it now in Oregon. I don't know how that got... Uh, passed. I'm all for it, but uh, I guess I don't. I don't know. Am I? I guess we'll find out. Oregon's gonna be the test dummy. It's like Colorado was the test dummy for legalizing pot, which I think pot got legal in like three or four more states. Like Arizona, I think passed it. New Jersey passed it. I don't know it to what level. I think they passed them for medical, but no, I think. Arizona's already medical, so I think it's, like, legal, legal in Arizona. But, like, in Jersey, like, you'd get fucking your head cut off if you got caught with weed. And then now they just, you know, they're just like, move along. Like Star Wars. Move along. Move along. But, um, yeah, so that's what's going on with Oregon. Fucking, we'll see how it goes. If anyone lives in Oregon that listens to this podcast, write in every week. Just with an update, like a pen pal. <laughs> Did anyone ever have those? Does anyone know if they even are a thing? 
Because, like, when I was super young, we'd have, we, I, we used to have a pen pal from, like, Vietnam or India. And I don't know why I picked those two, but I'm pretty sure I had one in both. I think I had one in, like, Singapore, too, which I've never been to Singapore. I've seen some TV shows, and Singapore looks pretty wild. Singapore looks pretty looks pretty dope. But they could just be showing you the good things. You know, it's like when they show America, they're like, oh, here's Vegas, or here's uh, the beach, or something like that. But in Singapore, they just show you, like, the really nice buildings, but there could be people getting their fucking ears cut off, like reservoir dogs, just right off to the left of that photo that we're seeing. But, um, yeah, fucking pen pals. You would just, they'd be like, hey, here's this stranger that I synced you up with somehow through some random program. And you just write notes back and forth to this 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 kid who's your friend now because they told you that they fucking forced you to do it. And then at, at the end of the year, it's just like, all right, bye, you know, Peter or whatever. And you never hear from that person again. So it's like, Jesus, like, no wonder we got commitment issues, bro. <laughs> like, we're just, we you started us off with pen pals and we never had any follow-up. So we're like, oh, I guess that's how long a relationship lasts, about seven months from September to May or whenever graduation is. But um, full disclosure, man, I'm fucking hungover straight up. So if I'm off tonight, then I'm off. I had a, I don't know what I'm, what I'm doing. I, I, I just kind of took a back seat on drinking whiskey, at least like by myself, because I just, I drink it way too quick. I don't know. I got really into whiskey and now I just, I don't know. I fucking love it. So, uh, and then beer, I don't really drink a lot of beer because then I'm going to have to piss a lot and, um, it's not as good for you, not that whiskey is, but calorie-wise and carb-wise, you're probably a lot better drinking a bottle of whiskey, a bottle of whiskey, okay, not, not everyone's an alcoholic, you could, you're probably better off having two drinks at night, better, more than having, you know, 10 beers, I don't really know if that's the right conversion, but to me it is, it's like two shot equals, two shots equals 10 beers, that's basically what my what my speed is. Um, but I started drinking wine. I went to a uh, store last night and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drink whiskey. I th I'm not going to drink white wine because I fucking hate white wine. Like I'll drink it like a goddamn Sprite. Next thing I know, I'm, you know, balls deep in the toilet throwing up. So I went with some red wine and I was like, shit, man, this shit gets real pricey real quick. I'm not trying to drink a, you know, $55 bottle of red wine. Like, what do I look like? The fucking Rockefellers? No, bro. I'm a normal human. So what every normal human does is we go $3 a bottle. Yeesh, I'm not, I'm not poor. And then they're like 50 bucks. I'm not doing that. And instead of settling on a $15 bottle of wine or a $20 bottle of wine, I went with an $8 bottle of wine. And it actually wasn't bad. Uh, granted, I drink red wine probably twice a year, three times a year. Um, and so I don't really know wine. But I do know that I liked it, and that's, you know, that's enough for me. I knew it was eight bucks. I knew it was going to probably do some damage uh, the next day. But uh, I woke up. My socks were in the living room. Don't know if I was just like, fuck it, take my shoes off and just throw my socks on the floor. And it was across the room, too. So I don't know if I, like, sl did the slingshot thing like you do with, like, a, uh, a rubber band or what. But they ended up on the other side. So I don't know if I got drunk. 
I remember everything, but I don't remember taking my socks off. Also, my hat was on top of the fridge, which n never happens. I I don't ever go on top of the fridge. Who goes on top of the fridge? <laughs> so I don't know. There's no reason why I would have put my hat there. So I'm thinking tonight I'll drink red wine and then I'll just set up like a GoPro or something. And it'll just be it'll just be an experiment to just see if I have a glass of red wine, if my brain just turns off and I just become fucking possessed or something. But um, all I know is that I was drinking a lot of water today, <laughs> and I was crushing toast so fucking hard. Just toast with a little bit of butter on it, and I'm fucking solid, dude. What you what you can do, to, if you're a big piece of shit, kill two birds with one stone, you toast two pieces of bread, and then you put a thick uh, like sliver of butter in the middle of it, and then you mush it together just like a sandwich, and then the heat... Um, you, you could tell I was high when I, <laughs> when I did this, this sounds like something on a Taco Bell menu, but you smash the two pieces of bread together. And then because the toast is hot, it melts the butter. And then it's kind of evenly distributes and like saturates through the toast fucking toast sandwich, dude. That's what, that's what that is. Um, so yeah, just, you know, bear with me, bear with me. We're, uh, we're just going to chug along here. Uh, going through a little recap for my birthday, uh, we drank, I mean, shit, there was four of us drinking whiskey, and I think we went through three bottles, maybe four, um, I don't remember, after I drove home, no, I'm totally kidding, I fucking, everyone's like, well, you're a fucking piece of shit, you fucking drove, no, I wouldn't be able to find my keys, I, I drove with my buddy who was not drinking because I'm 31 now and I'm too old to get a DUI. I'm not trying to fuck up my life. Life is going well. And when you're in your 20s, you can get DUIs. And I'm not saying you should, but if you're if, if you're going to do it, let it be let it happen before you get your shit together. Because I'll tell you what, if I got one now, I would be extremely fucked. Actually, I wouldn't be that fucked. I mean, I would be financially. I'm not going to do it. It's not like I'm trying to... Um, rationalize why it's okay for me to get a DUI at 31. But, like, I'm working from home. I'm chilling. The grocery store is a block away. I usually drive because I'm lazy, but I could walk and grab groceries. My insurance would be fucked. Not that it already isn't. But, hey, you know, my insurance company gave me a COVID check every month for for $3.30. So, you know, that covers it. That covers the the 500 miles I would normally be putting on my car because of driving. That's $3 worth. Dude, fuck insurance agencies straight up. I know we need them, and if you're listening, keep doing you, bro. But I'll just tell you what, you're a fucking... I feel like you guys are all part of the mob. You guys, car salesmen, all that shit. Okay, let me go talk to the boss downstairs, see if we can cut you a better deal. I'm like, the sticker says 27000 is it $27,000 or not? Like, if it's not, then don't put that on there. Just put, like, around $27,000. Do $27,000 and then, like, a the shrug emoji. Where it's just, like, $27,000? I'm Ron Burgundy? But, yeah. We probably drank four bottles of wine. Of wine. Jesus. No, I would, I would have probably killed myself if I did that. Three bottles of whiskey. Somehow that's better than... <laughs> than wine. Uh, we had two bottles of Pierside that is actually from, I think, Huntington Beach. I think. 
somewhere around there, which is a weird place to make whiskey. Usually it's like Kentucky or, you know, Alabama or something like that. But this one's in Orange County. So that shit's super good. Uh, I should probably stop talking about it because it's really well priced. So if people start buying it, then I'm going to be fucking pissed. And then we drank a bottle. We actually started off with the Uncle Nearest. I think it was the small batch. It was the white label one. That shit was so good, man. It's like 60 bucks, 70 bucks a bottle. So it's not something you just go party with like we did. Um, unless you're willing to drop 70 bucks a bottle. But it's definitely good for like birthdays, people hanging out. Um, you can drink it by yourself if you're, you know, goddamn Mr. Deeds. You can afford it. But 70 bucks a bottle is it's a bit too much. And we, uh, what else do we do? We smoke cigars. Um, I think we had the Cohiba Red Dot, I think was the name of the cigar that we had. That shit was super good. And then we had a burger bar, like a customized your own burger and brats. We had like fried eggs and grilled mushrooms and chili and all kinds of dope shit. And it was awesome. And we watched, uh, I think we watched part of the LSU game. And then we watched um, we watched whatever game was after that. I don't remember because I was fucking drunk. But it was a great time. Thank you to everyone who came and hang out and wished me a happy birthday. And uh, I appreciate it. It's 31, dude. I'm officially not 30 anymore. I don't know. I wasn't really... <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But it's time to grease the wheels because they're fucking coming off. They're coming off soon. And I... Uh, that's just what that is. But um, another thing I did over the weekend when I was hungover is I went to Target because that's my favorite place to go. And if it's not yours, then you're 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 lying to yourself and you're lying to me. But I went to Target to go find some plants uh, for my apartment because I don't want it to look like a insane asylum anymore. I have like my guitars hanging, a Dodger uh, like poster. Um, like frame poster thing that my dad got me has like all like of the different patches from when they were in Brooklyn and stuff like that. And I think like all the managers on it, I don't know. It's pretty dope, but that's hanging up. I got a mirror and then like my TV and I have like a very long, uh, penis, no, a very long living room. So I have to put up, there's a ton of space. So I'm like, shit, I need to get some, you know, just some shit off in the corner. That way it's, I don't know, just kind of liven it up a little bit, as they say. And so I'm starting to get into plants. I know I, uh, I don't know, the plant people get a bad rap. But I'm here to say that, uh, I don't know, I kind of fucking dig it. I'm not going to lie. There's just so many options, dude. I don't know if that's why I like it, because you just go down these rabbit holes of like, oh, what kind of plant needs this much sunlight, you know, when to water them. It's, uh, there's different types, there's different, you know, places that you need to put them in your house. Uh, maybe I just don't have a life and I'm just, you know, trying to get into plants to fill that void. That's what she said. But it's like having, it's like, ha I'm not going to say it's like having a kid because one, I don't have a kid and two, I know having a kid is, you can't compare a kid to a plant, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like one of those, um, what were those things called? Tamagotchis. Tamagotchi. Yeah. It's like having one of those Tamagotchi things. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you are very young. But 
if you don't know what it is, it's a little handheld thing that we used to carry around that was probably a CIA tracker, and we just didn't know it. And it was this little digital pet thing that you took care of, and it would beep at you, and it would beep at you at certain times of the day, depending on, you know, it would get very involved. It was like, oh, it just woke up. You need to feed it. And then it shit all over itself. So now you got to throw it in the shower and, you know, throw the towel away. And then, oh, it's noon. He's tired because he's, you know, been doing nothing all day. You got to put him down for a nap. And it, like, progressively get wilder. And it would beep off and then beep off. That sounds that sounds like a fucking porn title. It would beep at you in the middle of the night to, like, feed it, to, like, try to simulate that, you know, it's it's like a kid, which clearly is not. Um, and then, you know, it's all fun in the beginning. You're like, oh, this thing's so cool, whatever. And then it beeps at you and you're like, oh, it's so sweet. It's like I have a kid. Like you're just trying to convince yourself that you're not super lonely and that you're fucking taking care of one of these Tamagotchis when you should be out playing with your friends. But after a few weeks of that shit going off, that thing beeps at you at 2 a.m. And dude, you are throwing that motherfucker out the window, hands down, straight up. That's how I know I'm not ready for a kid yet. Not that I would, like, throw a baby out of a window. That's a bad look. But, like, I just know... I guess it's different because, like, you, you're you there for the whole nine months or whatever. And, like, you're watching all the changes and all that. And then, boom, the baby gets popped out. And then you're like, oh, fuck. This is a fucking thing, dude. It's not, it's not like a digital thing. You can't just throw it away. It's not like if you don't change the batteries, your kid doesn't live. It's, fuck it. it's a much different thing, but I just know that I, I, I like sleep too much, and every parent will probably tell you the first thing that you sacrifice is your sleep and probably your mental capacity, but um, what do I know? I fucking play Warzone till 2 a.m. because I'm uh, very lucky that I haven't knocked anybody up yet, but uh, one day I'll do it on purpose, and uh, you know I'll let you know how it compares to a plant or a Tamagotchi. Um, also started the new season of Mandalorian. I'm not going to spoil anything. Don't worry. All I want to say is that it's very good. And, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but somebody needs to convince Disney, and this is going to be a very hard sell because they bought it. If it was just George Lucas, I could see him writing off on it. They need to make a rated R Star Wars movie. It would be just like how they did with Logan, with X-Men. Like, those movies sucked, I thought. The first one was kind of cool, because I was, like, one of the first Marvel kind of movies that came out, like that, and Spider-Man, and all that shit. But Star Wars is in such a spot right now, as a franchise, where almost universally, most people would tell you that the last three films were dog shit. Now... I don't know if it's because of Disney. I don't know if it's just because the writers were like, we, fuck it, I don't know, dude. She's 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 his fucking daughter or whatever. Or whatever. It's so bad that I don't even remember what the twist was at the end. I know that there was a twist with Rey and Luke or Rey and Obi-Wan or fucking Jabba the Hutt and IG-88. They had a orgy or something. I don't know. But that's exactly what I'm saying. It's not memorable. There was nothing in those three movies that I was like, dude, holy shit. You know, like, boom, the first one. I could name out three or four scenes, like the cantina scene. I could pull out the, um, 
you know, when Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew die, spoiler alert for a fucking 45-year-old movie, when Obi-Wan Kenobi dies, the fucking trash can scene, like, that's that's all in the first hour and a half. Then you got Empire Strikes Back, obviously, the fucking Battle of Hoth, and then you get the um, Luke, I am your father at the end, or whatever he says. No, I am your father. Isn't that one of those things that, like, they're like, I saw some shit come up on an ad or whatever, and it was like, top 25 things that, top 25 movie quotes that most people get wrong. And me being such a movie dick, I'm like, I bet you I know all these. And I think one of them was that we all say, Luke, I am your father, but it's really, no, I am your father. I don't know why that's relevant. I don't know what I was talking about. I think I was just talking about all the great scenes in Star Wars, but... Even in the first three, the the uh, prequels, I can name maybe one good thing about each of them. But, because they were dog shit, but at least they were somewhat, like, memorable. Like, they were dog shit because of, like, Jar Jar Binks, and then Natalie Portman never got naked, so that was a goddamn bummer. I was like, fuck, dude. Dude, what is Natalie Portman doing now? She, she did Black Swan, and then... I know she did something else, but I don't remember. I'm not, I'm not going to look it up, but she's fucking underrated, bro. If you haven't seen the SNL um, Lonely Island music video with her, where it's like, uh, I think it's just called Natalie's Rap, and it's fucking hilarious. If you haven't seen it, YouTube it, or Hulu it, or you porn it, fucking Jizz Hub, whatever it's called, you could find it. But... Going back to my original point about Star Wars, they need to make a rated R movie that's kind of like Logan. They could do it with, I've already thought about it, they could do a Darth Maul side story, because everyone was like, that's really the only cool thing about episode one. You could make an argument saying that the pod race was cool, but I I think 90% of the people out there would say on episode one, the best scene is the very last scene, where it's Qui-Gon Jinn and uh, fucking... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they're fighting Darth Maul, and he has the fucking double-sided dildo, and he's like, well, I'm a dildo, and he's like fighting him with the, with the fucking dildo, and they're fighting on the lightsabers and all that shit. I used to, like, that was probably the only scene that I actually watched on that episode, but if they, they could do a Darth Maul side story, it could be an origin story, it could be bloody as shit, you know, just blood sprays all over the place when an arm gets cut off by a lightsaber or some shit, Kill Bill style just sprays onto the camera and it's like fucking finish him or whatever they could do whatever if it was rated r and they cursed even a little bit like hey darth maul i need you to go do this and he just goes fucking a <laughs> fucking just kicks in like some kenny Loggins song and he hops onto a speeder it just turns into a montage but no if anyone has any pull at disney you're not listening to this, but I'm just going to put it out into the universe. Maybe you guys spread it like AIDS, and then somehow Disney hears about it. I'm sure they've already heard about it, but we need a rated R Star Wars movie like what Marvel did with Logan. We need it bloody. We need, like, Guillermo del Toro to fucking direct it, or we need, like, um, I don't know, M. Night Shyamalan. Like, there's a twist at the end, like, fucking Darth Maul is really... Um, Jar Jar Binks or some shit. You could do it. Get Quentin Tarantino to do it. 
he said he has one more film left or two. If he has one more, dude, end on Star Wars and make fuck, dude, make Star Wars great again. Fuck all this shit. Star Wars used to be dope. Star Wars used to be cool. Now when you're like, hey, what are you watching? Star Wars? If it's not, here's the, here's the other funny thing. I'm ranting way too much about Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars fan if you haven't figured that out yet. But if you're watching the first, the original trilogy, and someone asks you, what are you watching? Most of the time, you don't even call it episode four, five, or six. You say, I'm watching A New Hope, I'm watching Empire Strikes Back, or I'm watching Return of the Jedi. And then when it goes to one, two, and three, you're like, oh, I'm just watching episode one. Because you're not going to, like, who's like, oh, I'm watching The Phantom Menace? Like, you sound ridiculous even saying it. I'm, I'm just here to spit the facts, everybody. That's, that's why, that's why I do what I do. Okay? With that, let's go in some dicks of the past. Time machine. Function. Three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. Okay, what's up? Dicks of the past. We're on a Friday now, so we're going to do November the 6th, uh, the year 2000. Cool. Dicks of the past, November 6th, 2000, with Arms Wide Open by Creed. Well, I already hate going to Fridays because I didn't even see that on Dicks of the past. Great. All right. Well, so far, uh, we're off. We're off to that. So we got With Arms Wide Open by Creed. In the UK, people were listening to Who Let the Dogs Out by Baja Men. Wow, we're over for 2. This, is, this might be a sign that we got to go back to Saturdays. I swear to God, if next week, if it's like, this was the year that Mariah Carey dropped her first Christmas album, then we're going back to Saturday because this is already cursed. With Creed and Baja Men. Most viewed movie, November 6th, the year 2000, was Unbreakable by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Alright, well, Unbreakable was great. And M. Night Shyamalan was cool until I think this was probably his last good movie. Split was pretty tight. And then Glass sucked ass. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. It wasn't that bad, but compared to those two movies, he really... Uh, he really just wanted to just tie the bow on the entire trilogy early on into the third into the third uh, installment, as they say. So we got that. We got if you like video games, you were probably playing F three F three fifty five challenge. Okay, sounds like a Formula One game. I'm not gonna Google it because I don't really see the point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like a Formula 1 game, or some kind of racing game. It could even be like a uh, fighter pilot game. Those were a big thing back in the day. You'd go to the arcade when you go to like a pizza parlor or whatever. I sound like I was born in the 50s. When you go to the pizza parlor and you got your, your, your pocket full of quarters, and you're living in Milwaukee... People would either go to like Dance Dance Revolution and spend thirteen dollars per you know per turn. You're just putting quarters in for like forty five seconds, and you're like, no, I'm just trying to get one life. Here we go. That's how they pay for it. But if you were like me, I would just go play skee ball for seven hours because it was a dime 
for an entire rack of balls. Rack of balls? Racket ball. Racket. Racket Ralph. <laughs> so yeah, that, they would also have one of those fighter pilot games where you'd go into the little, it was like a fake simulation thing and you'd have your, you'd have your, uh, your control stick. I know that's, I know that's not the name of it. But you would have that, and like every time you'd get shot at, lights would go off all around you, and the chair would vibrate. Like, oh my god, we're going down! I always pretended like I was uh, Will Smith in Independence Day, when you get shot out of the sky and he lands into the desert, and just lights up a cigar, just like, well, I'm gonna fucking die out here, so might as well die quicker by smoking a cigar. And he just punches, he punches a giant alien. That's not realistic. That was like that scene on, I think it was a Tomb Raider, the first Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie. And she's like in the ocean and then a great white shark swims up to her and she punches it full speed underwater somehow. I don't know if you've tried to punch underwater before, but you feel like Neo. You don't, you can't go full, you can't go full speed. And she punches this thing underwater, right on the nose. And then what does the shark do? He just turns away. Like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> like, you can't just punch a shark, bro. What are you telling? What are you telling our children? When you send out signs like this. Um, for sports, and now sports. Uh, as far as basketball goes, it looks like it might be firing back up. Uh, soon. I don't know if they've agreed on to December 22nd. I know they were floating between December 22nd and like January 12th or 18th or something like that. So I think they're still trying to figure that out, but, uh, might have basketball back here pretty soon. UFC last week, uh, the Anderson Silva fight, obviously the, uh, the late, the great Anderson Silva has retired. Um, had his last fight with Uriah Hall, um, on Saturday on, on my birthday. He used to grow up watching Anderson Silva fight. It was actually one of the first UFC fighters that, um, I got into just because he was kind of just starting to come up, was still like destroying motherfuckers. But like before he got like really, really, I liked him before he was popular. <laughs> I sound like a hipster, but it was like, it was like two God, I don't even know it. 2006, 2005? Like, it's probably wrong. It was probably way later than that. But I think I was like a junior, senior in high school. You know what? I'm going to actually, I'm going to look that up. That's going to be our first, first and only Google. Anderson Silva career. What fight? One man. One opportunity. Mom spaghetti. Um, let's look it up. Because I want to say the first fight I saw him fight was with Chris Lieben. Yeah, 2006. Fuck, bro. See, I'm 31. I may be getting older, but my mind is sharp. I will fight everybody. Yeah, because then he fought Rich Franklin, Nate, Mar Nate Marquette, Rich Franklin again. Dan Henderson, Forrest Griffin. Dude, I remember watching when Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner beat the living shit out of each other on the Ultimate Fighter. I think it was the first one. And they gave them both contracts because they were just beating the shit out of each other. 
It was kind of like the Justin Gaethje and the Tony Ferguson fight, except that fifth round was basically, or the fourth round. What year, what, what round did that fight in? That fight last in, ended. Jesus, I can't talk. Anyways, for how bloody they looked in the fourth, that was like the third, fourth, and fifth round for the um, Forrest Griffin fight when he fought Stefan Bonner. I remember watching that shit with my cousin in my room and just being like, these guys are really angry. <laughs> these guys are really angry. And then I got into it. So yeah, 2006, 2007. Because then Forrest Griffin got back, got in the game when he won the, f I think it was the first Ultimate Fighter. And that was in 2000. Oh, 2005. So I've been watching UFC for 15 fucking years. Almost 16 years, because it was January of 05. Anyways, enough geeking out. Fucking talked about Star Wars for fucking 30 minutes. Now I'm talking about when I first started watching UFC. Like, like you guys actually give a fuck. Moving on to football. Uh, my Seattle, my Seattle Seahawks. Or six and one right now, baby, baby. Uh, they beat the Niners last weekend. Beat their ass, actually. I mean, I know the 49ers kind of started to come back towards the end, but I mean, I guess, I mean, they lost George Kittle and Jimmy G. So with those two gone, yeah, it's not, it's not going to be too pretty. But they actually kind of came back and they actually almost beat us. But uh, DK and Russ went off. Pretty standard shit now. It's, Fucking makes my dick hard. The fact that every week I got, when I get to talk about football, I get pumped that my team's doing well. Been a Seahawks fan since the year 2009. Back in the Sean Alexander, Matt Hasselbeck days. Before they had Pete Carroll. Before they had... They had Marshawn Lynch. Around that time. They didn't have Bobby Wagner. They didn't have Russell Wilson. They didn't have... I don't think they had like Richard Sherman or any of those dudes yet. Maybe like Cam Chancellor, but yeah, dude. 11 years as a Seahawks fan. It's been a great run because every year that I've been a fan, except well, from like 2010 on, they're at least in playoffs or they get close. But that's what happens when you're Russell Wilson and you put a million dollars into your body every year. I saw some stat the other day. On Russell Wilson, not that you guys give a shit, but I'm going to tell you anyways. It was like in his... Because he's been in the league for nine years, and he's never missed a game. I think he's only missed a few snaps, because like those plays, they went like Wildcat and like a, a fake QB scenario. So like it was like scheduled. But imagine playing professional football as a quarterback that... Fucking quarterbacks get wrecked all the time, unless you're Tom Brady, and you have the best offensive line for fucking 16 years or whatever it was. But our offensive line blows. It always has. But when you have a quarterback like Russell Wilson who can scramble and is accurate as fuck, then you really don't need an O-line. But anyways, I had a point to this. Uh, this was before all of them. So yeah, when you have a QB like Russ, and then we had... You know, the uh, the Sydney Rice days, and we had the, um, then we got, then we kind of went through a little bit of a slump after the Super Bowl, after the second Super Bowl, the one where we should have given it to Marshawn Lynch. 
After that, dipped a little bit, but not much. It was always like wild card or, you know, it was always a positive record. So we'll see what happens. When Russ and everyone's gone in whatever, four or five years, six years, then uh, we'll see We'll see what's up. But so far, it's been a blast. Um, which, by the way, if the Seahawks do win the Super Bowl, I'm playing the lottery that weekend. Because that would mean that my Dodgers, my Lakers, and my Seahawks all won in the same year. Which, I feel like I'd have to go play the lottery. Even if I lost big, I, I feel like everybody would do the same thing. So, we'll see what happens. You heard it here first. Episode 80. What is this? 84. If the Seahawks win, I'm placing a bet. I'm playing the California lottery, baby. Where dreams are made of. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to win it big. And if I do then I do. Album of the week. I went with uh, Machine Head. Uh, the album is The Blackening. It came out in the year 2007, which was the year I graduated high school. Um, Machine Head had a couple of really good records. They had um, Unto the Locust. They had Blackening. They had... Uh, fuck, what was the first album... That they did. I feel like it was... God damn it. It'll pop into my head here in a minute. It was... um, I ain't Googling. It was... uh, Well, I know Supercharger was one. I don't don't know. I'm not going to keep thinking about it. But anyways, they had a couple really good albums. They're a heavy metal band if you don't know who they are. Check them out. I saw them with Metallica. The first time I saw Metallica, it was uh, 2008. Yeah, because I think they opened up with the first two tracks from The Blackening. And I think that was when Death Magnetic came out, when Metallica put that out. So yeah, that was like 08. So I think it was like 09, maybe 2010. But anyways... Saw them live. They're great live. Saw them at the... Ah, fuck my ass. Where was that? The Forum in L.A. Saw a lot of people at the, at, at the Forum. I saw Slipknot. I saw Coheed and Cambria. Saw Trivium. That was all on one bill. That was my dad's first heavy metal show. My dad's first heavy metal show was Slipknot. I was like, hey, my cousin and I got tickets. You're coming with. Because I was like 15. My parents wouldn't let me drive to the forum on like it was like a Wednesday night to go see a heavy metal band dudes that wear masks and shit like they were like you're 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 not coming back so my dad went and we ended up going right we were probably like a hundred feet away from the stage which if you don't know the forum is fucking huge it was a giant arena so we were pretty close and then as soon as Slipknot came on my i just saw my dad disappear <laughs> the fucking the mosh pits just broke out my cousin and i started moshing as the best that we could at 15 years old i think i was like 130 pounds soaking wet if that so i'm just getting fucked off all over the place like ace ventura when he goes <laughs> that scene when he goes to the cannibal corp show when he goes to look for the buddy at the about the uh, fish tank i felt like that but then my dad ended up going upstairs and watching the rest of the show from upstairs with his $17 Coors Light that he bought, probably. 
But yeah, check out Machine Head. The album is The Blackening. Uh, it's one of those albums really good from beginning to end. Uh, there's a song called Halo on there, which is probably my f- second or might even be my favorite song on the album. Um, so yeah, check that out. That's all I got for you guys. I'm out of breath. I don't know if it's the heroin I've been smoking or what. I don't know if it's because it's 90 degrees outside. Dude, it was 92 degrees today outside at the beach in November. So I don't know what's going on, but it was hot as a motherfucker. But that's all we got for you for this week's episode. You guys have a great weekend. Uh, If you want to spread the word on the podcast, you know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at cookiesandbeerpodcast. If you want to send us anything, you can email us at cookiesandbeer19 at gmail.com. Uh, you guys be safe out there as always. You guys be good humans as always. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.